0: Each week, I will be bringing you education and inspiration, as well as interviews with other fellow warriors. Get ready to be empowered in your faith, mindset, and your health. Now, let's get into today's episode. All right. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to have George Wiseman on the show. And you guys are going to hear exactly why I'm so excited about it. So um, let's just get into the episode, George, and you can share with my audience a, a little bit about who you are and uh, your company and how you got started in this line of work.
1: So uh, first first of all, thank you. Uh, second of all, I grew up on a cattle ranch in the middle of British Columbia, Canada. I was actually born in Montana, but my dad bought a ranch in Canada and moved the family up there. So the uh, I, as I grew up, uh, it was like living in the 1800s. We literally had, we lived in a trapper's cabin that was that was the ranch house, main ranch house that was built in the 1800s, and uh, it had an outhouse. It did had no running water, no electricity. We were so far out in the bush that we didn't even get radio. There was no no radio reception or anything like that. So, I we'd get up in the morning, uh, essentially working from can see to can't see. Mom would get us up before the sun got up, and we'd get uh, we'd go out and get the horses and saddle them up and that's that's okay so that's how i grew up pretty close to the land mom had a half acre garden for and and we only went to town or mom and dad pretty much went to town only once a month to uh, get supplies or whatever otherwise we grew and ate everything pretty much on the ranch so wow. i i had that kind of an upbringing i had uh, a good work ethic uh, and a very healthy lifestyle i was very strong uh, when i was young I'm just normal now. <laughs> <laughs> Transition forward, going to school, uh, we were kind of the poor kids. Uh, it, it wasn't really fun, but I did like going to school because when you were in school, it's like taking a break from all the work. I didn't wasn't have to be digging post holes and, and things like that. I did learn when I went to school. I took every advanced training I could, but I couldn't work be uh, after-school activities. So there was no after-school basketball or anything. It was an hour drive to get to school. On the school bus, oh. an hour drive back, and then so I get up in the morning, go out and feed the cattle. Now that might mean snowshoeing or skiing a mile out to wherever the cattle were uh, located, whatever haystack it was that we had them at, and then uh, and then come back and get dressed for school before the bus even arrived, uh, like at six thirty or seven something like that in mm-hmm. the morning. So it, and then after we got back, it was still dark in the, in the night. It was already dark, and we'd have to go out and and. Four four ton of hay out my my two brothers and I to uh, um, feed the cattle again in the dark. So uh, my, the life it, I didn't even think of it as hard. It just was. That's just the way we we grew up. Okay. Hmm. Fast forward again. Uh, as I grew up, I learned how to fix things because uh, MacGyver like we just had to fix things with what we had. We didn't have mm-hmm. uh, access to. Uh, plumbers or or mechanics or uh, even mm-hmm. veterinarians or anything like that. So I kind of became really a jack of all trades, which really assisted me uh, in the future. So then we get uh, to the point where I didn't know, for example, that you could that uh, pickup trucks didn't get 36 miles to the gallon. Like the, my first pickup truck, a, a Ford F-150 1966. Ford 150 got 36 miles to the gallon. Mm. I didn't know you couldn't do that. I just did it <laughs> Wow. because I just made the vehicle work the way I, fi- I figured it should. Now I can actually make that same vehicle do over 200 miles to the gallon. Now as an inventor, uh, yes, absolutely. It's no problem whatsoever wow. and not that expensive to do either. Anyway, my, my website, eagle-research.com tells people how to do the fuel saver uh, type thing. That's getting ahead of ourselves just a little bit. When I left uh, school and started traveling around, uh, I, I worked at various jobs and Okay I had this in my mind, okay now, uh-huh. that I, that the three wives that I've had n- n- none of them married me for money. however, mm-hmm. I thought I had to have money to attract a female mm-hmm. so i I uh, decided I could I could make money being a prospector or an inventor and I so I decided to prospect first, but then that was hard work, kind of like being on the ranch right? it, it was, <laughs> I and it was good but I actually went to college for uh, learning to prospect and and anytime I wanted to do something, I just went and got the education necessary to do it like mm-hmm. I'm a certified automotive technician for example. Uh, I decided I'd try inventing and the first thing I I invented was something called a carburetor enhancer. So, one hour hood up to hood down, we could increase the uh over 80% of the carburetors by 25% fuel mileage with $15 worth of parts that you could get at the hardware store and people could do this in their backyard. So I wrote a book on how to do that. There's a long story about the book and stuff. We're not here to to uh, go over that. But the uh I ended up Having the beginning, the philosophy of teaching people how to do what I do mm. and making money by teaching instead of actually selling the components and parts and, and things. Like that. I don't, I haven't patented anything in my life. I've got dozens of inventions, they've all made money. Uh, and, but I've never patented anything. I, what I do is teach other people how to do it. So there's hundreds of thousands of people out there using my fuel savers, for example. And to give a quick one of the quick reasons why I don't patent is that I discovered patents are counterproductive to actually getting things to helping people. How so? I did some research in the, after I started making uh, inventions of uh, fuel-saving inventions, which simply were teaching people how to do what I did with that old Ford pickup truck. I did some research in the University of Idaho uh, patent repository. That's one of the patent repositories for the United States. Mm-hmm. And I found just going back to 1975, from that point that I was at, I forget, sometime in the 80s. So it wasn't very long, but they were just, but even in that time, there were five, I found 5,000 fuel saver patents, 5,000. Not one of which was on the market, not one. So what happens is as fuel savers that really work get suppressed in various ways. And and even my business, Eagle, Eagle-Research, Eagle Hyphen was uh, investigated by government agencies seven times. Seven times I was investigated.
0: Okay, so it's almost riskier to have a patent. <clears throat> is that what you're saying?
1: Yes, okay. because yeah. they'll just seize it. The government will seize mm-hmm. it. They'll buy you out. They'll threaten you. They'll do whatever it necessary. And the thing about a patent is that you're keeping it secret, whatever mm-hmm. it is, until you get the patent. So everything you you know about it resides between your ears. They just have to take out this one brain, and that's it. So if I write a book about it, and I sell the book hundreds, thousands, or hundreds of thousands of brains, there wasn't any stopping it. Stopping me didn't stop that. So Mm -hmm. that protected me. But it also made sure that the technology got out to where it could actually be used. And yes, you can get one person buy a fuel saver for $10,000, for example. But you make the same money if you get 10,000 people to buy a book for $1. (laughs)
0: Exactly. So you're not... You're not afraid that somebody could take what you've created and then patent it themselves that wouldn't like mess things up with you would it
1: No uh, first of all they can't legally do that Okay They can do it practically there's a lot of patents out there that patent technologies that already exist But if you can prove the technology existed before the patent was made the patent is worthless Perfect it's a paper that can't be enforced So I can prove that my inventions were already public domain because I had sold 10,000 books.
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay, good, good. Love this. So,
1: so I protected myself that way as well, protected the technology as well, just by making sure it was public domain. So fast forward, we get into, I, I'm selling fuel savers. I, I learned about this thing called Brown's Gas. And I initially learned about it because I'm an inventor and I build things that aren't on the shelf. And so I have to know how to, uh, glue things. How to uh, uh, machine things? How to weld things? How to? And I have to have all the tools to do that sort of thing. So if I if I imagine something, I got to be able to build it. So I learned that brown's gas theoretically could weld plastic to titanium. Okay, uh, things like that. Now it turns out that was a myth. That mm-hmm. that would, it it can't do that. But there were a lot of things that it could do better than acetylene or map gas or any of the other uh, torch fuel gases. Well, first thing I did is I tried to buy a Browns gas machine, but they were really expensive. I got quoted, I kid you not, three hundred thousand dollars for a Browns wow. gas So being an inventor, understanding physics, I decided that I would just simply build my own. I understood electrolysis and electrical things, and i and I'm an alternative energy researcher, so I poured that technology into my research and i and I just built my own Browns gas machine. Now, it turned out when the one that I had built, was tested along the uh, 300,000 alongside the $300,000 one. Mine was half the weight, half the size and produced twice the amount of gas with the same amount of electricity.
0: Well, so like what even made you want to get into this? I mean,
1: girls. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> remember that part
0: <laughs> yes did you <laughs> know, know that you were going to even be helping this many people I I bet you don't even have a clue right oh no, or do you-
1: no I, I had no clue yeah. I was I was just simply teaching people how to do what I could do because they would pay me money for it okay and I was looking for money because I wanted to attract a mate
0: wow I never knew that part of your story
1: <laughs> okay well it 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 turns out that the uh, first woman that I, I married, I met in agriculture college, and, and and so we had a lot of things in common. She grew up on a farm as well, kind of thing, uh, but I wasn't ready to have a relationship. I didn't know enough about how to have a relationship. Having grown up like I did out in the bush, I I had no relationship skills, and I had, uh, uh, I I'm going to say something here that generally people don't say, but I've had 30 years of therapy, so I'm pretty good now. I, I have something called Asperger syndrome. Okay. Some, similar to Elon Musk. Okay, there you go.
0: Okay. <laughs> the point
1: is, you can be very successful and still be high-functioning uh, uh, autistic. Yeah, right. In any case, uh, I didn't have relationship skills built into my brain like uh, the average, we're going to say normal person. Uh, so I had to learn how to do that. I had to consciously learn how to do that and and kind of consciously wire my brain. Anyway, first my first wife threw me back uh, and and said, "Okay, I, I'm gonna. I, I'd rather live without you than with you." So, it was uh, it was mutual in that we we knew we weren't getting along. So, I I had uh, 13 good years with her. Well, maybe seven good ones, and then five not so. Good. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, and then we just we separated. And then I got married to my second wife, and th- my story continues with her after. So, in the process of my inventing things. With the Browns gas, the uh, um, I got it. I I built the welder as a welder, but uh, Yule Brown. One of his things that he wanted to do was burn water as fuel. Water, just put water in your gas tank and burn it. So one of the things he was lines of research he was doing was with the uh, Browns gas to help uh, fuel combustion, and so I started that as well and invented something I call the HiZor technology, which is a small electrolyzer you can put on your on your vehicle. You can even put it in the trunk, and uh, it increases the efficiency of combustion of vehicles that don't have a carburetor. Because at that point, everything was switching over to fuel injection, and and I thought I was going to be out of business. So I needed a different fuel saver, so we came up with the Hizor, which is Brown's Gas for Vehicles. You can just think of it that way. And I was selling thousands of those and doing really well and teaching people how to do it with my book, the Hizor Technology book. Uh, and people would get the book, and then they'd say, "Oh, I'm I'm too busy. Can you sell me a kit?" So then I was selling the kits, and then to say, "I'm too busy. Can you assemble it for me?" So then we sold fully assembled things. But it all started with the book, and the book tended to sell everything else. and And I've done that all kind of through my uh, uh, my inventing life now. That that's kind of the the uh, process that we do. So in any case, uh, fuel savers. And the, and the water torch led to something in 1996. There was a lot of breakthroughs in Brown's gas in 1996. Chiropractic, who's using it like a chiropractor thing. So if people had a sore muscle or sore neck or sore, something like that, he'd put the Brown's gas on there with a cup and uh, um, the gas would penetrate the skin and relax the muscle. And interestingly enough, he was able to adjust his own wife, who he'd never been able to adjust. This guy was a chiropractor for all his life. and <laughs> He'd never been able to adjust his own wife. But after the browns gas treatment, she just uh, straightened right out. His niece decided to take the browns gas and bubble it in water and feed it to plants and see what happened and she did a college dissertation on that uh, and the and the radishes that she grew grew uh, three times faster than than the radishes that didn't have the brown's gas water. so then that started a whole line of research where, for example, one guy did uh, brown's gas on an entire Uh, orchard and garden situation, and it it was amazing how it really increased growth of the plants and the production of the plants. Uh, One particular person did it with uh, hydroponics, and if you go to the eagle-research.life website, research plants don't lie, and you'll see pictures and a little more details on that uh, having to do with uh, browns gas and plants. Then this guy decided, since he saw that there was a chiropractor using it and there's uh, plants going on, he had the idea that he would bubble it in water and use it on a melanoma on his head. Hmm. So the guy had skin cancer. And and skin cancer is something you don't fool around with. like the Melanoma? It, it, you know, melanoma. gets bad in a hurry. Yes.
0: Wow. And I
1: understand you've had some experience with uh, cancers yep. that you don't fool around with either. Oh, no. nope. It turned out that in three weeks time, his melanoma was 100% gone. All he did was put a uh, soak a gauze and uh, and and a cotton ball, actually, put it in a bottle cap and tape it over the melanoma and then resoak it several times a day with the Browns gas bubbled water, and in three weeks' time it was gone. I didn't think you could get rid of skin cancer with a with something I was using, a gas I was using for combustion. I, you know, I knew that the gas, all its explosive characteristics and stuff. I did know that it was helping people uh, plants, and but I I really, I really, I didn't believe him.
0: Well, how did how did then how did you come to believe him?
1: Okay, good question. So then, what happened is over uh, a long period of time between 1996 and uh, 2005, we I was I had told my people about this particular thing, and of course the gardening and stuff, and people who had the various Browns Gas machines out there started to get testimonials back to me that were quite amazing and in fact one came back in from uh, from germany which there's pictures if you go to the aquacure.life website and look at the uh, testimonials you'll see the pictures of this particular one where this guy had uh skin cancer on his on his head uh as well as some psoriasis and they just put a uh, a shower cap on it and put the gas up in there so instead of using the wetted water uh they they use the uh, gas up there for i think it was 20 or 30 minutes a day and in 3 weeks time again it was almost gone. You could still see a few veins or, or uh, blood vessels uh, close to the skin, but but it was obviously well healed in three weeks' time. So by that point, I'm now convinced that I should uh, try the gas, the bubbled gas myself. So all this time, people have been drinking the Browns gas bubbled water, and I wasn't. <laughs> mm. So between 2005 and 2007, I drank bounce gas bubbled water pretty much. I I was already drinking distilled water. So I just started uh, bubbling the uh, uh, brown's gas because I'd learned of all the different things that are in water that I didn't want to drink. So I was drinking distilled water. Just started bubbling the brown's gas in there and three water experts tested this water. And uh, and all three of them immediately bought one of the uh, water torch machines, the big water torch machines. Mm. And so that gives some uh, validity there. But in the two years that I was uh, drinking the water, I didn't get sick, wow. and I used to get sick three times a winter. I could count on it. I did sniffles, colds, coughs—you know, all the all the stuff. Nope, zip. And I haven't been sick since two thousand and five.
0: Not even I've, a cold.
1: Not a cold at all. I have occasionally say one day at a time. Maybe I think when I was in Mexico, there was a three day period where I had a runny nose, but that was it. In, in all the years since 2005 so it's been almost 20 years now I think it's 18 uh 18 years not a cold or a flu nothing even when all this insanity was going around the world and people were scared out of their minds and no nope, people were getting sick around me coughing and, and that that kind of thing nope nothing so since 2005 when I started drinking the Brown's gas bubbled water I haven't been sick so that convinced me between 2005 and 2007, because I experiment on myself first. Anything I do with fuel saving, with uh, technology, or any of these things I do on myself first. And then if it's working, then I can legitimately tell other people about it. So by that time I had invented something called an ER-50, which was a small uh, tabletop electrolyzer. So people didn't have to build uh, a machine that that made 1200 liters an hour of uh, Brown's gas and was very heavy and expensive, they could they could just buy this uh, tabletop version, which made 50 liters of gas, which was all you needed for therapeutic use. And I I sold many 1000s of those machines over the years between 2007 and, uh, and 2016. And during that time, people started asking me, can we inhale the gas? Now you and I are sitting here inhaling the gas. So we know what the answer ultimately is, but all that time from 2007 to 2016, I told the people no, and I am very, very sorry I misinformed them, because I had it in my head that it was an explosive gas, and you didn't want to inhale a gas that could possibly explode and and uh, and and damage your lungs, badly damage your lungs. So it wasn't until December of 2015 that a person, one of my customers, sent me a video of a Korean hydrogen bar, which was using Brown's gas. That people could walk off the street and inhale the gas, buying a, a treatment like we buy a cup of coffee. And I realized instantly, head-slapping moment. Sometimes, yeah. even if you're an inventor, maybe especially if you're an inventor, you feel pretty stupid. There's something called the lower explosive limit and the and the upper explosive limit, which means and limit is limit. So if the if the combustible uh, gas is under the explosive limit in air, it can't explode. And if it's over the explosive limit in air, it can't explode. Now, hydrogen has a very long, uh, very wide explosive limit compared to things like propane and gasoline and stuff, which are a very narrow one, uh, which I I know all about that stuff because of combustion enhancement and and all the technology that I was doing there. But the point is that anything under 4% hydrogen in the air is not explosive. So all you have to do is make sure that you're inhaling in your inhaled breath with all the 100% of air that you're inhaling, they call it tidal breath, less than 4% of it is hydrogen and you're fine. Mm. You're absolutely safe. There's not a a bit of a problem. And now there are literally thousands of of, uh, scientific studies out there and they're proving that, and they're basing it on a 2% hydrogen mixture. So 2% of of the air that I'm inhaling right now and and like yourself as well, if you set up your Aquacure with the, the gauge, is hydrogen. And that gives you full therapeutic benefit. And when your blood is saturated with the hydrogen, inhaling more wouldn't do you any good anyway because you exhale any excess. And, and at 2%, your blood is saturated, fully saturated between 10 and 15 minutes, depending on the person's body. There really is no reason to have more than a 2% hydrogen mixture uh, when when you're inhaling, you get full benef- uh, therapeutic benefits. Now, when we're dealing with cancer, I'll just say really quickly, uh, it isn't the percent that's the big issue or the big uh, therapeutic thing; it's the length of time. Yep. The people that that are that are uh, using brown's gas to mitigate uh, their cancer, and I'm talking about being entirely gone, are inhaling at least eight hours a day.
0: Yep, exactly. Cool.
1: So for big thera- therapeutic use that's what, that's what you want to do. Like if you got parkinsons or uh, COPD or, or or ALS or many of these even autism. Yes. So all these things longer is better. Hydrogen is 62% of our body mass. Okay? Not by weight, but by volume. Okay? And we are 24% carbon uh, sorry, 24% oxygen, 12% carbon and 2% everything else. So when we're talking nutrition, 62% is much more important than 2%. Mm -hmm.
0: Not that
1: the 2% isn't important. You still need your calcium and magnesium and iodine and all the micronutrients. But you do need, you absolutely need the hydrogen. Absolutely. The very first thing, your major micronutrient is your hydrogen.
0: Mm -hmm. And we can get
1: to, if we have time, where we normally get our hydrogen from. But I wanted to get back to my story. Okay. This, This part is a little bit. Difficult for me to usually say, but it but it's important to tell people because this is why I'm so passionate about helping as many people get their hydrogen as possible. And when I say hydrogen, I usually mean the brown's gas because it's thirty percent more therapeutic than pure hydrogen. But mm-hmm. if you don't want to do brown's gas for for whatever reason, uh, the main reason I would uh, it, it comes out is that it's a lot more uh, diff- it's more to maintain it. I, I can't say more difficult necessarily, but it it takes more to maintain it than a, than a hydrogen machine, but people should be getting at least hydrogen. And then mm-hmm. if they want the full uh, or a maximum therapeutic benefit than the Brown's gas. Okay. My late wife, which was my second wife, uh, we got married. We, we met about uh, 20, uh, 1999 and got married in, uh, in, in about 2001. She was, uh, she, at the time I met her, she wasn't already, but she'd run a Montessori school, for example. Uh, she was all about teaching kids. And she's one of the main reasons that uh, I was able to mitigate my autism, mm. because she she knew all these educational techniques. So she was able to help me with various techniques to learn how to communicate with people. And it isn't that I didn't have feelings, it, they just, they they manifest differently in me than in other people. Or, or I express them differently, I should say. They manifest the same, but I express them differently.
0: Mm-hmm. So people
1: often think uh, I, I've been called robot man and cardboard man and stuff like that because I I wasn't expressing my feelings in ways that people could uh, read by my body language and things like that. Okay. Now, there, there are some advantages to this sort of uh, autism uh, in that I've been in emergencies where I needed to think clearly or I'd be dead. Mm. And I'm still alive. (laughs) Again, I can compartmentalize the fear and emotions and and do what needs to be done and then feel them later kind of thing. Fast forward uh, to uh, December of 2015 when this this video came. Sorry, I I shouldn't fast forward quite so quickly. Back in the uh, mid 2000s, my late wife got sick with a disease we now know was lupus. Now, Mm. at the time, we didn't know and we were trying everything we could to uh, to mitigate her symptoms. But everything we were doing, like her diabetes uh, and her eyesight and things weren't uh, that was failing and she was starting to lose her hair and things weren't failing uh, because of things like the diabetes really wasn't diabetes. It was just a symptom of the lupus as her organs were were, uh, being stressed and failing and her kidneys and things like that. So. Uh, going forward we were doing uh, we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to uh, mitigate these we we're, we're treating the symptoms like a doctor would instead mm-hmm. of finding out what the actual disease was and treating the the source of the disease now yeah. it turns out that they really don't know the doctors really don't treat lupus anyway they again they still just mitigate the symptoms yep. and 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 i'm really sorry to say this about modern medical science is that they, it isn't about healing disease
0: that's right I, If i would have Went the conventional way, I would not be alive for stage four ovarian cancer. So yes, that's so true.
1: Yes, and so we go. We uh, now we fast forward by uh, December of 2015. I was 24 seven caretaker of this wonderful woman who couldn't even roll over in bed without assistance. By this time, she was blind. She'd lost her hair. Uh, I, I had to sit her up. I had to carry her to the toilet. I had to do all the cooking and cleaning and, and anything that needed done. I was doing, and I didn't have time to do any business or anything. So even though the guy sent me this this uh, video on the Korean hydrogen bar with the Browns gas, I wasn't able to, I wasn't doing business or anything at that point. So I wasn't making money. We were spending lots of money. Uh, so by the time that uh, she she died in March of 2016, uh, we, I was $300,000 in debt. I maxed out everything we could. I'd mortgaged everything I could. I, I wasn't able to do anything. and. Um, I really wasn't able to do anything at that point either because uh, taking care of her affairs and it's very difficult when uh, somebody you love that much and that closely and you've cared for that much is suddenly gone. Yeah, it, my whole life disappeared. Every everything I, we had dreamed about, all the plans that we'd made, all the uh, everything was just gone. I I was literally sitting on the couch. Once I could get into my the apartment that we were staying at the time, I took me five tries. I'd open the door, I'd see her stuff, and I'd have to leave. I couldn't even get into the apartment. Oh. And I'd walk a few miles, and I'd come back. By the time I'd done this five, uh, five times, I, I, I got in. I, I slept on the couch, and I never slept in our bed again. I, was, I just couldn't. And I would sit on the couch. I slept on the couch. And then I looked over, and I saw the, uh, the ER-50 that I had for my own personal bubbling of water. And I remembered this guy who had sent me the video. So I decided, you know what, I uh, I don't care if I live or die at this point. I really, I had no. In fact, my chest would start hurting so bad, and I'd suddenly realize I hadn't taken a breath. If you can believe, if you can understand that your your body is wanting to shut down so much, you even forget to breathe. Wow. So the uh, and and I'd I'd have to consciously start breathing again. Uh, I imagine if I fell unconscious, maybe I would start breathing. I don't know, but in any case. I decided, okay, I'll video, I'll set up this thing the best I know how so that I won't be breathing more than a 4% mixture of hydrogen, and uh, and I'll videotape myself. So if something goes wrong, people will be able to see my idiocy. So I did that. I set up a camera, and you can still go to my YouTube channel, just uh, research Browns Gas and George Wiseman on YouTube, and you'll find that video.
0: I want to take a quick break from today's episode and talk about an immune system molecule that's getting a lot of attention around the world. Now, most of you who watch me on my social media, I'm sure have heard me talk about it. It's a molecule that educates your immune system to help your body recognize a threat and respond to it by taking it out. It makes your immune system 437% smarter and it activates your natural killer cells. It also does more than that, but for the sake of time, I won't get into all the details of what it does. However, I just heard from a panel of doctors, and what struck my attention was they said that if you have a weakened immune system, that is how disease is able to enter in. But if you have a strong immune system, Well, let's just say tumors are unaccepted. They are not able to grow. If your immune system is strong, I want to encourage you, if you are curious about what this immune system molecule could do for your health and taking your health next level, email me at hello at ericamatthews.co. All right, let's get back into today's episode.
1: But for the last five years, Okay. Not the full seven because I wasn't working this hard at, at back then, but the last five years, I've been getting up at three 30 in the morning and I've been working till 8.00 PM at night, seven days a week. Yeah.
0: You must love what you do. Day <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, And we'll
1: get to why in just a little bit. In yep. fact, my, my current wife, has has insisted that we spend at least three or four hours together, and we've arranged that that would happen during the day and I really love that she wants to spend time with me because she makes my life worth living. But I'm trying to help as many people as I can, and she's helping me help the people. She's doing a lot of the things that I couldn't do because of my disability, uh like interacting with the people that uh, mm-hmm. uh, in the shop and stuff. I was making a lot of mistakes because I just didn't read people properly. I had just uh, inhaled the gas the first time. I didn't sleep at all that night because my brain was just alert. I just yeah. laid awake all night. That was my. That was, <laughs> that that's the worst that happened. So I just started to inhale in the mornings so I could sleep at night. And then eventually, once my body got used to having the hydrogen, I was able to inhale even all night without any problem. I can just fall asleep like normal. I did this for about six weeks, and I and I was only inhaling to prove that it could be safe. That it was safe. Okay. Yeah. So I inhaled uh, probably an hour or two a day uh, on on average and during that time, and things started to happen to my body. Uh, the first thing is my psoriasis disappeared. Now, when I grew up, I had really thick calluses, and I thought that the, the white deposits on my elbows, knees, and feet was just calluses. I didn't really think of it as psoriasis, but when it started to peel off like a snake skin peeling off. I I was a little disconcerted, (laughs) Mm. large pieces of my skin peeling off, but underneath was baby smooth skin, brand new skin. So that was pretty amazing. And then there were, there's a long list of things that were happening to my body. And I, and I just, and I wrote, I've written those down in it. Like I say, if you go to aquacure.life and, uh, and go to the George Wiseman or about me, and it'll, it'll give you that list of things. Okay. So, um, and and I will say that one of the things that came back was my libido. And that in and in addition to the like there's a doctor in Germany that is prescribing the Browns gas for people who are depressed. I was as depressed as you could get without actually leaving the planet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Between that and my libido came back. I put out to all my thousands of people that had the ER for and the uh, and the other uh, Browns Gas machines that I had, and the testimonials really started to pour in. Like when people started to inhale, it's ten times more effective, ten times more therapeutic effective than just drinking the water. And that's and so all these things happened to me. Like I had a neuropathy in my in the palm of my left hand that it was just advancing, and I thought I was going to lose uh, the feeling in my hand. I had arthritis where I could hardly move my fingers. And now I have full functionality and strength and zero pain in my fingers. And I had neuropathy on the fronts of my uh, shins where I couldn't feel the the skin had lost its feeling. All these neuropathies uh, resolved. All the arthritis was gone. My tinnitus ended up being gone. Uh, I stopped losing hair. I, I think some has even started to grow back. It's thickening and stuff. So I, uh, and and just on and on, there's just a lot of different things were happening, but my customers were coming back with all these same testimonials kind of thing. But one particular customer about three months in, so I'm going to say August, uh, maybe September of uh, 2016, she said she had lupus symptoms. And in three weeks time, her lupus symptoms were gone. Wow. And, and that almost killed me.
0: Oh, yeah, I could see
1: that. I had spent all those years caring for this woman who had lupus. And the irony is that since 1986, I've been a Brown's gas expert. In 1996, I was told that it had health benefits. I didn't do anything or believe anything until 2005. And then even from, uh, let's call it 2006 to 2016, I didn't inhale. and she never drank the water she she was she was scared of the uh, little rise in ph that it gives the water and she just and her sister-in-law uh who ended up dying uh told her not to drink water that was an 8 ph so she wouldn't and maybe she wouldn't have inhaled either but i Mm -hmm. was told by god many times that brown's gas had therapeutic effects and if i had somehow set it up so that she could inhale, there's a really good chance that this wonderful woman would still be alive today. And health is everything. Without health, you have nothing. And any of us older people who are starting to feel the aches and pains understand that as well. The young people think that they're invincible. Oh man,
0: isn't that true?
1: (laughs) But the mouse studies show that if you, and and, and other rodents and and some uh, Japanese studies as well, show that if you start inhaling hydrogen when you are young, your your lifespan will be your healthful lifespan will be increased by 30 to 50%. Mm. Imagine what it would be like to live to 120, not like in a bed bedridden or, or going around with a cane, enjoying life, living and and playing with your great great grandkids. Wow. I, this is the kind of thing that I'm I'm seeing possibilities of. The only way that I could get up off the floor, I literally, I kid you not, was laying on the rug. I couldn't even stand. I'd lost the ability to stand when I read this testimonial. I wasn't able, I I, I was sick. I didn't know how to live anymore, knowing that I had not given Brown's gas to this woman that I did all these other things for. Spent yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars. Spent. I couldn't sleep for more than 20 or 30 minutes at a time. I had to carry her to the toilet, all these things. And it was Brown's gas. I decided the only way that I could get up off the floor was to say, God, I hear you. I hear you now. This was my Jonah moment. This was the time I was spit up by the whale on the beach. And I said, okay, (laughs) you've told me again and again, this is what you want me to do. Wow. And I dedicated my life since then to making sure that as many people as possible can get Brown's gas in their life. And- the testimonials have been amazing. One I wanted to share with you, I have right over here. This woman wrote, side note, I am diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer. I've been using 830 Hertz. My cancer antigen number is six. Now she, and, and she says that is more than normal. Anything under 35 is more normal. The only thing I did differently was this machine. I now use between 12 and 14 hours a day. I purchased a 50-foot tubing so I could shuffle around the house. This machine has been a godsend. I'll keep updated as progress. And that was written to me back in October. And and I, I, I her antigen test. You you know the CA 125 test. Yep. yep. So obviously she had a very high antigen uh, level at that at that first time. But then after a few months on the Browns gas, her antigen level was six. And I just contacted her last week and it's, and now it's five level is five.
0: Yep, exactly. Oh yeah. I have so many people, uh, because of my diagnosis, I'm very connected to the cancer world. And so anybody that trusts me and knows my story, you know, uh, they give it a shot and either things are stable or it's completely, you know, getting rid of the cancer. So, well, I would love, um, I don't want to interrupt where you were going with this, but you know, I would love for you to share exactly what this generator is and all that the health benefits of inhaling the gas. I actually have someone who messaged me this morning. Uh, it was a woman's husband and she, well, he's asking, how does this even mitigate cancer? Like what is, what's the science behind it? So can you speak into that at some point on this episode?
1: Yes. The Oh man, there's a there's a really short answer and there's a really long answer. <laughs> there's nothing in between to understand everything that's going on. And this is where we're going to have to come back and uh, and explain some of the other things because even sure. on different shows. But yeah. the really short answer is that we our major macronutrient is hydrogen. Yeah, we Need hydrogen for our immune systems to work. If we don't have hydrogen, the first thing that shuts off is our uh, regeneration system, stem cells and things like that. Because what happens is if you're lacking a particular nutrient, your body knows how to stay alive. Uh, A quick example of that is if you're out in the woods and you're getting too cold, getting hypothermia, your body will shut off blood flow to your extremities to preserve your core temperature. The thing, if you're lacking in any particular nutrient, your body will shut off things that aren't immediately life-threatening to preserve that nutrient. Now, hydrogen is one of the things that the regeneration and stem cell systems uses to uh, Things like repair scars or, or not scar when you're healing, when you're healing your skin. So if you have a scar anywhere on your body, you are hydrogen deficient because all the scars have disappeared from my body. The first thing that happens when you don't have enough hydrogen is that your regeneration system turns off. If you still don't have enough hydrogen, then your immune systems start to shut off. Again, not immediately, life-threatening. And then if you still don't have enough hydrogen, your organs start to fail and you die. And that's what happened to my late wife. If you'd have enough hydrogen, you start to get enough hydrogen. Now, some people have to take hydrogen a little slowly at first, because imagine that you. this is a nutrition, this is food. And imagine you've been uh, in the desert and maybe you had some water, but you hadn't had any food for a month or two months or six months, who knows? Mm-hmm. And then you, you don't start, you don't break your fast with a seven course meal. You break your fast with a little bit of soup, okay? And then get your body used to having food again and then back and And then once you can, now, like my, I can inhale, once you're doing an hour a day, you can inhale 24 seven and it's not gonna be a problem. Okay, so back to getting the, the hydrogen. Once you, your hydrogen, you start getting your hydrogen, enough hydrogen, then your immune systems turn back on and your regeneration system turns back on, okay? First of all, it heals your organs, like your skin. I had a heart murmur. I had a heart murmur almost all my life. That's a weak, fluttery heart valve. Okay. And I did it after I'd been inhaling for about two years. I had a full physical done at, at a new doctor, and uh, just because that's what they do. And I said, I have a heart murmur. And he says, No, you don't. We get back to the uh, uh, healing, you're healing up the, the, the scale. And a lot of the autoimmune diseases and cancer are caused because your immune systems are shut off.
0: Exactly. Yep. Your
1: God given immune systems don't yep. have enough fuel yep. to mitigate the cancer.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: It's as simple as that. Wow. So wow. That, that was the short answer. There's actually a very longer answer. <laughs> oh, no,
0: I know. I love that. Oh my goodness. So can you speak to just I know you've you've said a ton just right in this time that we've had together to name, like, what are the health benefits of, of inhaling the gas? And then I'd love for you to speak about the health benefits of drinking the water. Cause I know you've told me that I want to be doing both. So yes. let's,
1: let's you inhaling. definitely want to be doing both. Okay. Now, when I inhale okay. a lot, I don't get thirsty. So I have to remember to drink the water because mm-hmm. my lips will start to crack and I'll get a, a sore sore throat, raspy throat. I'm thinking, oh, I haven't drank water in a day or two. <laughs> you, oh. you go three days without water, theoretically, you know, you keel over, right? Air is your first most important thing. And then water is your next most important thing. And you can go weeks without food, most of us, but but you you can't go uh, uh, more than a few days without water. Anyway, so you have to remember to drink the water. So you need that liquid hydration as well as the hydrogen hyd- hydration. But whatever it is, it's a thirst symbol or, or signal in my body is, uh, is mitigated with the hydrogen. Okay. So it's important to inhale and drink because we're not getting enough hydrogen. Most of us in life are not getting enough hydrogen. And the real short answer to that is that we get our hydrogen from our food. Usually you can't inhale it like oxygen. So our carbon and hydrogen come from a hydrocarbon food. Hydrogen is 62% of our body. Carbon is 12% of our body. We eat our food. We masticate it. We put in some enzymes. We throw it into an acid bath. We call our tummy, our, our stomach. Uh, It goes into our small intestines with some bile and and, uh, some microbiome. It goes into our colon, and that's the magic place. After it has gone through all of that, there's some specialized bacteria that actually break the carbons off from the hydrogen. The hydrocarbon uh, bond is very, very strong, very strong. And for our digestive system to break it off so that the hydrogen can then go through our colon, through our intestine, into our blood, so our, our and our colon actually breathes just like we get oxygen in our lungs. Our colon is whatever we're getting our hydrogen from, usually. Now mm-hmm. you and I are inhaling the uh, browns gas. So we're getting the hydrogen in our lungs and bypassing all of the digestive system and getting the hydrogen that we need. But getting back to the, the thing where we need our digestive system, our microbiome to work properly. Unfortunately, virtually everybody on the planet has destroyed their microbiome. Artificial mm-hmm. sweeteners, glyphosate, uh, all these uh, antibiotics. Antibiotics are a wonderful invention, save millions of lives. But when you take antibiotics, you kill the good bacteria along with the bad ones. Yeah. And if you don't replenish the good ones, which most people haven't because we yeah. don't even know, there are, there are hundreds of thousands of different bacteria. We don't. People aren't even really studying that very much. Although right. I will say if you listen to uh, Dell Bigtree on the high wire a couple of episodes back, He he had a woman on who does specialize in microbiome and 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 disease control and things like that. Very good, worth a listen. Okay, Mm. but back to us. We're not getting enough hydrogen, so therefore Mm. our bodies are hydrogen deficient. So therefore our organs, our immune system, and our regeneration systems have been failing. When we get our regeneration systems back online, we uh, stop aging and actually even age in reverse, uh, and we. Have, I, I'm still noticing things. Seven years in, I've been inhaling for seven years now since March of 2016, and I noticed uh, I'm still noticing health gains now. That mm-hmm. it, it, so I'm still getting better and better.
0: How many hours a day do you inhale?
1: Oh well, I, I kind of go a lot more than uh, people necessarily do because, first of all, I'm all I'm very excited about the gas. Yeah, I do a minimum of eight hours a day, usually up to 12 hours a day. Now I can, and a lot of people can't. I can because I'm sitting at a computer or doing things that are. I can be pretty much in one place or with a long hose, uh, it just just be there. But a lot of people, what they do is they inhale at night.
0: Yep, you're, supposed that's what I getting,
1: you're supposed to be getting your, your eight hours of sleep. Yep. There's eight hours that you're in one place and you can yep. have your candles on. And Just like the people that have to breathe oxygen at night. Uh, so that that type of technology is already there. You just put the brown gas instead of the oxygen you can actually use Brown's gas and oxygen. Like for those people that do have to breathe oxygen, you can just combine the two and it works really well. So nevertheless, um, it's made so you can sleep and inhale and you can get it there and not, and, and then go out and have a busy day. And, yeah. and just be drinking the Brown's gas, bubbled water during your day, and you get in everything that you need. So, even if you have severe disease, cancers and Parkinson's and things like that, you can get your uh, inhalation time in that does the therapeutic
0: use. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can you? So, I've had, you know, there's lots of these machines out on the market, nothing like yours, though, um, in all my research, which is why I'm using your machine and promoting your machine um, because all the people, I mean, I don't think I have one person right now that's not getting an r- incredible result. Um, so I would love for you to speak to how all machines are not the same. And also like, what is the Brown's gas? Because I know not every machine has Brown's gas.
1: There are a lot of hydrogen machines out there that that have a membrane in them. So it separates the hydrogen and the oxygen when they're when electrolysis happens. Electrolysis of water splits the hydrogen and oxygen Uh, atoms apart from the molecule, and then you have the oxygen going out one hose and the hydrogen going on another. And then they combine those two, and they call it Brown's gas. But it's not, because when you separate the gases, when when you have an electrolyzer that separates the gases, they have a membrane. And the membrane prevents the third gas from being formed. The third Mm -hmm. gas is electrically expanded water. Brown's gas has oxygen, hydrogen, and electrically expanded water. Hydrogen has just hydrogen, and the oxyhydrogen has the hydrogen and oxygen, but neither of those have the electrically expanded water. The electrically expanded water is the thing that makes Brown's gas more therapeutically beneficial. Between your anode and cathode, so you have your anode here, which makes oxygen, your cathode here, which makes hydrogen. In between, there isn't a membrane, so an electron bridge forms, okay, as the electrons go electrically from the uh, cathode to the anode. It, it forms across. And as the electrons go through the water mixture, it stuffs electrons into the water. like So, sponges sponge is soaking up electrons like a sponge soaks up water until the water becomes a gaseous form of water. It's still H2O, but it's in a gas form that is negatively charged and is not water vapor or steam. If you cool it, it doesn't condense like water vapor or steam will. So, that's what's called a plasma. So, you've got four states of matter. You've got your solid ice, your liquid water, your gas, which is water vapor or steam, and the electrically expanded water, which is a plasma form of water. That plasma form of water is, when you inhale it, gives your body energy directly. This is the important thing. When people are sick, generally they're energy deficient. They've used up their energy reserves, and their energy generation systems have been compromised. So even if they have some fat on them or whatever stored energy they have in them, They're not able to access that energy the way that they should be able to. So along with the hydrogen, with the Brown's gas, you're getting these electrons. And these electrons are directly bioavailable, and your cardiovascular system spreads them entirely through your body. So whatever your body needs, wherever it needs that uh, energy, it gets it. Since the hydrogen is your building block of life, Hmm. your body has the intelligence. It knows how to heal. Doctors don't heal you. They never have, and not any honest doctor will tell you. The best they can do is put you in your body in a condition where it can heal its health. So the body, first of all, it needs the nutrition. We're talking the hydrogen, but it also needs the energy. It can't do anything with the hydrogen. It can't put it where it belongs. It can't do anything with it without the energy. So the Brown's gas is therapeutically more effective than just the hydrogen because it has this energy in it, this mm-hmm. bioavailable energy. So that's the difference between hydrogen and Brown's gas. So hydrogen-only machines have uh, are easy to maintain. You just have to put distilled water in them. You get your hydrogen out. You put it through the cannulus, You bubble the water. You do whatever you want. You're getting hydrogen-rich water. You're inhaling hydrogen. You're getting a good therapeutic benefit. There's nothing wrong with hydrogen. But if you want the optimum therapeutic benefit like I have, and and I only concentrate on that. I don't bother with the hydrogen. As far as I'm concerned, that, that was a step beyond. Uh, I've gone beyond that. We're in the next generation which mm-hmm. is the bronze cast, which is more therapeutically beneficial. And uh, I only have time to do the best. Yeah, kind of. That. Okay. Exactly. I also want to say that our machines, uh, we sell them with a one-year satisfaction guarantee, every single one. So the buyer, all they have to do if they're not satisfied for any reason whatsoever, including not liking the color of the paint, or it's too much work for them, whatever the situation is, they can return it and get their full refund. Wow. One-year awesome. satisfaction guarantee. We also have a lifetime warranty, so as long as you own the machine, if anything goes wrong that is a manufacturer error, anything, Mm -hmm. we will fix it or replace it. We there's no questions asked, lifetime warranty and satisfaction guarantee. So, uh, I just want to make it clear that people, we're out, we're trying to help people.
0: We're Mm -hmm. not trying to
1: just take their money. Yes, we need money. Money's what makes the business work. It's the uh, medium between. product and, and getting things done so we uh, we do have to make money we do have to sell the machines we can't do it without that but i want to make sure that people get what they pay for unlike yep. when i was treating my late wife i bought machines uh like that, that put amperage through your body and and currents and and all kinds of things we paid for various treatments and i didn't get any of that money back that mm. was you spend it it's gone
0: yeah yep Wow,
1: so I want that to be happening to people out there. I want people out there. If you decide you can't use the machine for some reason or other and you decide to return it, which I have no idea why, exactly. <laughs> but oh, but okay. if you do and and about one in one thousand people do, yes. Say say that it wasn't doing them any good and send it back. One mm-hmm. in a thousand. So we get it back, we refurbish it, and we send it out to somebody else that it can do some good for.
0: Wow, I mean this is this machine has uh, honestly saved my life. So I just want to publicly say thank you so much that I don't have to be on chemo and I mean, I never will because it doesn't it doesn't work especially for for ovarian cancer. So I'm I'm so grateful. Now, I call it like a miracle machine and and you probably would would say the same. Um what would you say? I mean, are there any claims that you can make about this machine or no?
1: Well, legally no. And I have a long medical disclaimer on my website.
0: <laughs> huh. Uh-huh. I'm
1: not an MD. I'm not, I'm an inventor. I'm a mechanic, if you will. I stumbled into this. Uh, my customers drugged me into it, kicking and strain, screaming practically, yeah. uh, convincing me to, to uh, use the gas. Uh, I didn't listen to God, uh, but I will say a couple of things. First of all, I believe that it's a God-given technology. And I was put on this, uh, given this mission on earth to help people. I I will state that up front. I will also say that in all the testimonials and in scientific studies, it appears that hydrogen deficiency either causes or exacerbates virtually every ailment known to man. Mm. If you say, "Will this help?" Fill in the blank. If you got any issues whatsoever, you aren't in vibrant health. And uh, and and you know, there's absolutely nothing. Well, I I didn't think I was sick actually when I was uh, in my late fifties and 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 started inhaling the gas. I I didn't know my neuropathies were bad, or that I, could, I still had to wear glasses, or that you know I just thought the the hair going white was normal. You know all these right things, uh, the arthritis and and living with the pain. I I just thought that was you know normal aging. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it was because of hydrogen deficiency for all of these things. So uh, virtually everything, virtually everything.
0: Mm, I'm so glad you're saying that because that, that kind of sums everything up. Like everyone, diagnosis or not, needs to be using this machine, especially if they care about their quality of life and, you know, long, long life, you know. So uh, my dad, um, I know he's like a huge fan of you and this machine. He, uh, you you talk, I think you guys go back and forth chatting, but he, I mean, he's reversing his back pain with this machine. So again, it's just, it's just, it's for everyone. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I did want to mention your, your, uh, there's a discount code. Yes. That, uh, yep. So we're going to use Healed. Yep. So people will get $125 off a 5% discount. If you uh, use the word Healed as a discount code when you order. And you can go to the aquacure.life website. And uh, I I like the .life rather than .com or .org or whatever the case may be, because that's what we're about. We're about life and living.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Aquacure.life and use Healed. uh, It will give you the uh, uh, 5% discount on the uh, Aquacure.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yep. And we will put all that information in the show notes. Um so gosh George we're going to definitely have to have you on we I feel like how did that hour go by? I mean, it just cruised by. I I know I know like so many people are going to just be fascinated with this and I'm going to get tons of, you know, questions and so we'll have you back on the show, you know, sooner than later. But yeah.
1: I love answering questions. So yeah. people do ask questions. Ask me directly via the website or ask Erica to ask on the show because then uh, the same question can answer a lot of people's questions. I love answering questions.
0: Okay, awesome. Gosh, well, thank you so much, George, for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure and I look forward to our next episode together. Thank you for listening to the show. My prayer is that the podcast encouraged you and filled you with hope. If you loved what you heard today and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. To catch the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at itsericamatthews and join my Hope and Healing for Cancer Facebook group. Remember this, anything worth having takes work. See you next week for a new episode.